Hello everyone. Uh, a very warm uh, good evening, good morning, good afternoon, uh, depending where you're joining us from, uh, live or or later. So uh, I'm so happy to uh, present to you Training Vision Institute Global Education's Care Vision webinar series, where we explore emerging careers, frontier technologies, and core competencies that are needed for the future of work. Today, the pandemic has adversely affected not only the healthcare, but there's also a career crisis that we are witnessing. And to address this career crisis, we need new approaches, given the disruption and volatility in the jobs market and the changing behaviors. The way that people learn, earn, and perform is rapidly changing. And unprecedented times require unprecedented measures and it's our endeavor to give the right kind of awareness empowerment uh, to young professionals uh, who are starting out their early careers or transitioning into a different career through this uh, career vision webinar series and we are bringing thought leaders and experts from around the world who are practitioners who have facilitated such careers uh, launches or transitions uh, and who are best suited to, to give you perspectives, not advice, but perspectives and give you inspiration and information to give you, to help you uh, advance your careers in this new normal, in a global new normal. So uh, I'm Aditya, the CEO of uh, TVI Global Education and we're thrilled to have uh, uh, Anya Zuzek with us. Anya is the uh, co-founder and uh, executive director at Enlight. She's a talent development professional uh, based out of New York, and she's so kindly taken her time uh, to, to spend with all of us. Uh, she is really passionate about workforce development, and she worked uh, around the world, especially in Eastern and Western Africa, where in Uganda, she launched a solar academy where she was training rural job-seeking youth as certified solar technicians. And she really contributed to the growing solar industry in that, in that space. And later on, uh, she uh, you know, evolved that into a social enterprise and uh, a vocational institute, on-the-job coaching programs, and supported many young people to get access to employers. Uh, she's worked with youth for almost a decade in six different countries across cultures, religions, and economic backgrounds. And she's really an inspiring person. We're so excited to have her with us today. And she's really passionate about supporting underrepresented talent in achieving the career goals, uh, benefiting businesses and workers. So it's such a pleasure to have you, Anya. And just I want to share a little bit about today's uh, topic, where, which we've requested Anya to also just share about. We're talking about careers in the green e economy. A shift to a greener economy or a sustainable development, uh, if we understand the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals, uh, the Agenda 2030, uh, which has adversely been hit by the pandemic, but then if we still achieve those uh, sustainable development goals, specifically in the green economy space, we could create 24 million new jobs globally by 2030. So there's a lot of uh, impetus at a global, national, and local level towards this. And it's such a meaningful, purposeful place for any young professional 
irrespective of their background um, their functional uh, skills to contribute towards the green economy uh, we are now talking about india and in india uh, the shift to the green economy could also add 3 million jobs especially in the renewable energy sector uh, by 2030 so there's a lot of opportunity that we see at tvi and in our research there's thousands of job vacancies uh, in this moment uh, you know despite the crisis that we're facing and uh, to in in alignment with the government's vision of of a green india of sector skills council they've launched for green jobs in india and to improve the climate literacy and citizenry we're so happy to bring um, you know anya here with us uh, who's who's bringing her global experience to to share insights on how young professionals like many of you who are here with us uh, live or who are watching this later to set up plan a career explore a career in this green economy and really advance uh, in that space while contributing to the to the planet uh, welcome anya without further ado I'm so happy to have you here and thank you aditya thank you so much for this motivational and very lovely uh, introduction i am very humble all right can everyone can everyone see this yeah all right Well, I feel extremely privileged and happy to um, have the opportunity to talk to you today about the careers in the clean energy and sustainability industry. Um, before we start, I do want to ask you a question: How committed are you to listening to this webinar? So, rate yourself on the scale from one to seven: one being the lowest, seven being the highest. and one is you are listening to me pretty much while you're doing some other things and seven is you are quite focused uh you have maybe your notebook out to take some notes uh you uh, are in a very quiet space no distractions so be honest there is no you know right or wrong answer here i uh, we're all adults and you have the ownership of your time and how you spend it but i do want you to commit to this number that you chose throughout the whole session and this exercise is really to encourage you to stick to your plan and i guarantee that if you do stick to that number throughout the whole session i uh, you will have um higher satisfaction and a sense of accomplishment at the end of the session and that's what really is important here uh today i'll be talking to you about career paths in the clean energy industry and we'll zoom in on the solar industry in uh, specifically so we'll map out the careers um paths in the solar industry we'll also touch upon the green buildings and energy efficiency industry and then i will share with you the techniques on staying positive during the job search it can be very daunting and um also becoming a little bit more self aware in case you're not quite sure about the career path that you want to take So as Aditya mentioned I did uh live in East Africa in Uganda for several years and um sometimes in the mornings before going to office I cheated on my diet and <laughs> I would stop by uh the small mama shop on the way to work uh to buy a mandazi mandazi are these very delicious and healthy um deep fried donuts and uh when I was waiting for for the mandazi to be made i would sometimes walk inside of the 
the room where all the cooking was was done to say hello to the owner, say hello to her kids, get my uh, the language lesson in, in, in Luganda. Um, but unfortunately, I couldn't stay there for very long. Uh, the smoke was just overwhelming um, in that small space. And I couldn't imagine how um, Mama Grace, who I, um, I would see there, could stay there the whole day. Well, 95% of Ugandan rural households rely on charcoal stores for cooking. And according to their World Health Organization, indoor pollution causes 3.8 million premature deaths every year globally as a result of exposure to smoke from dirty cookstoves and fuels. And I believe that the outdoor pollution um, it causes around 4 point something million, million premature deaths every year as well. Uh, around this time last year in August 2020, I was sitting um, with my partner and uh, we're drinking our morning coffee and he started to get these WhatsApp messages uh, with photos very similar to the one that you're seeing here. And these messages were from his friends and family from Niamey in um, Niger in Western Africa. In 2020, Niger faced the worst floods in its history, displacing more than 200,000 people and killing dozens, destroying schools, farmlands, uh, and killing livestock that uh, so many people depend on uh, for livelihood and for food. Well, these stories are you know, from Niger and from Uganda because I have a personal, um, personal connection to these places. However, they're not unlike some of the stories that you hear from some of the parts in India, for example, and really all across the world. We see the impact of clean, um, we see the impact of climate change all across the world. Uh, you know, the fires in the Amazon, in Australia, in California, the droughts in Kenya, the droughts in India, the droughts in uh, Colombia. So uh, the point here is this work is very critical. So hopefully uh, you will be interested in joining this industry because the work is very critical and very meaningful. Well, the good news is, is that um, investment in clean energy and renewables energy uh, as well as the eco-friendly corporations is rising, is growing. Global renewables investment return is seven times higher than the fossil fuels. And the cost of capital uh, for renewables remains lower than that of fossil fuels. And socially responsible investing is becoming more popular. Uh, Morgan Stanley recently uh, um, ran this survey that found that 90% of millennials are more likely to invest in causes and corporations that are more aligned with their values. So as we are seeing more millennials uh, being uh, part of the pool of investors, we'll see more socially responsible investing as well. And in general, investors are looking beyond companies' financial performance and looking at uh, factors like impact on society and environment. And as a result, the clean energy industry is booming. It has generated twice as much workplaces than the fossil fuels industry uh, this year globally. So what types of jobs are in the clean energy industry? They really span across multiple uh, disciplines. So you can work in finance and still be involved in the clean energy industry. You can be in sales and marketing. Um, you can be an architect. 
Uh, you can be a solar instructor and work in academia and education. So it's not really just about engineering. It also spans across uh, all three sectors, public, nonprofit, and private. And it can be divided in different technologies. Uh, today we'll talk about solar, but uh, there's also multiple uh, opportunities in bioenergy, in hydro, in clean coop stoves, especially in emerging markets, uh, wind power, and green buildings and energy efficiency. So let's dive in into the solar industry um, career paths and map out uh, some of the opportunities here. So the solar industry can be divided in four sectors, uh, manufacturing, system design, project development, and installation and operations. So we'll go in, um, uh, we'll describe each of them one by one, um, but do keep in mind that all of these sectors, they don't work in silos. They do talk to each other, they interact with each other along the value chain uh, in the solar industry. So manufacturing is um, you know, about production of the solar components and uh, thermal components, including the panels, the, um, the racks, the controllers, the invert inverters. Uh, but it's not just about the production line. Uh, there, you would be involved in the development part and the research part, uh, which uh, you know, it, it does include uh, applied engineering, conceptual design, uh, feasibility analysis. And along all of that, there is quality assurance. So there are roles like quality insurance, um, uh, inspectors and specialists. Um, there's a role for process improvement, constantly looking at how manufacturing is being done and how to improve it, and innovation. And system design is about putting these components together to make sure that uh, they generate efficient power to meet the prerequisites of, of the system and um, also balancing the cost of the project and the schedule of the project. Um, you can see here uh, on, under the job roles that there is a space here for uh, IT specialists and software engineers. So if you are an aspiring IT specialist or a software engineer, uh, you can, there's definitely space for you in the solar industry and in the clean energy industry in general. So what you can do here is a really exciting um, development of platforms and apps that support this industry. And it can range from anything like apps that can help uh, with talent and development, um, for example, training technicians in the field. It can support the sales and marketing um, understanding um, a CRM system for, for solar, um, but also very important is the monitoring system. So every, every monitoring system of, of, um, uh, for solar is you know, backed up by a software. And we need that in order to uh, monitor those systems remotely. Um, so you might have a team in, um, let's say New York, there is monitoring this monitoring a system that is a far away from the city and you want to understand what is the production and consumption of that system. Um, moving on to project development. Project development includes such a variety of roles. You see here that uh, you can be involved in law and contracting for a solar company. 
or for a solar contractor. Uh, you can be involved in sales and marketing. Uh, really, really um, a, a diverse space. So uh, really not just engineering. Project development also includes um, quality insurance and inspection. So there are some roles in uh, electrical inspector, code official, building inspector. Um, I do want to mention that uh, manufacturing is not a sector that um, is well established in all over the world. So most manufacturing is done in Asia and North America and um, uh, North America, Asia, uh, but not so much in Sub-Saharan Africa. Um, hopefully uh, we'll see that coming soon. So most of these roles are not available in places like Sub-Saharan Africa. Uh, and also during the, uh, under the system design, um, most of the roles in Sub-Saharan Africa would usually end at the residential PV system designer stage uh, because everything above that, starting with the utility interconnection engineer is really dealing with systems that are connected to the grid. And most, really majority of the solar systems in Africa are um, standalone systems, residential and commercial. And it's not to say that these uh, roles do not exist at all in Sub-Saharan Africa, but they are um, you know, just as really singular individuals who will be working on a huge, um, huge uh, solar plant and they come in to do the project and they usually leave. All right, moving on to installation and operations. Well, this sector is really about working in the field. This is where it all happens. And um, that includes you know, the preparation and the installation of the solar system. Green buildings and energy efficiency industry is really a rapidly growing industry in in the US specifically, but also in Europe and other places, but in the US specifically, most buildings um, are air conditioned. So they have these cooling systems that are really not energy efficient. So the government is trying to um, retrofit these buildings to be more efficient and also make sure that the new buildings that are being constructed um, are more energy efficient. However, other countries in, uh, in the world are also recognizing that um, lack of cooling is uh, posing certain risks uh, to vulnerable populations. So in uh, preparation for this trend towards more cooling in buildings and demand for cooling in buildings, uh, governments are uh, creating a plans for how to make sure that this industry that is going to um, come into their countries is, is managed and is eco-friendly. And uh, India actually came up with a national cooling action plan uh, that lays out a plan for the next, uh, I believe, 20 years on how to make this happen. So it is um, something that we should expect outside of the US. Um, I'm not going to go into uh, each of the sectors here, um, but I will make it available to you. It is accessible online on the ICER website. So we'll show a link with you and it really outlines the great career 
um, a pathways map that talks about this industry and the different roles within and the qualifications you will need. It is catered to the US, but I'm sure that you can find um, inspiration in it. So we'll make sure that it's being shared. Well, if you didn't like any of the roles uh, that I just spoke about, um, there is still opportunity for you in this industry. For example, if you are interested in impact investing, you might be interested to look at the various foundations and global NGOs that do work with social enterprises and projects um, in, 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 uh, in green energy and uh, with missions uh, to provide green solutions and clean energy products uh, around the world. And if you are interested in, for example, policy analysis and research, you might be interested in working for the United Nations or the World Bank or the government, a think tank. Uh, there's a lot of advocacy and communications and uh, organizing, community organizing and campaigns uh, that uh, happen to United Nations and uh, non-government affiliated think tanks. Maybe you're interested in teaching and want to become a solar instructor and there's a space for you in the academia. Um, not only in academia, but also corporations are hiring uh, trainers to upskill their staff. And there are consulting firms that you know, work with executives all over the world and corporations to help them be more sustainable and energy efficient. So there's really something uh, for everyone here. But what skills do you need in order to enter this industry? So for certain job roles, you will need uh, either engineering, you know, depending on the job role, you might need engineering or uh, law or public policy or um, finance backgrounds. So you will focus on developing those skills. But I do wanna encourage you, you know, as you are getting a degree in those fields, do uh, make sure that you develop um, competencies that are a little cross-cutting. Employers today, they are more likely to invest in technical skills of their employees, so they might invest in your upskilling, but when they're hiring, they are looking for certain aptitude. And um, to get an insight into the competencies that are in really in huge demand by employers, there is a webinar in this series in uh, training vision series that did cover five core competencies that uh, companies are looking for, employers are looking for. And it's really spot on. So I do recommend you to, to check that out um, uh, in, um, uh, in the training vision series. Also, when you are doing your technical training, some of the skills and competencies that you are gaining through technical training can be transferable to, um, to uh, other competencies that are more soft skills. So for example, coding. When you, when you just start coding, it requires so much resilience. You're pushing yourself to really uh, finish that on your own and learn it. So um, uh, don't be discouraged. Uh, find ways to be creative uh, because I'm sure you're on the right track. Now, how do I know that, um, that this career path is right for me? Well, college students 
all over the world are asking or being asked this question. What do you hope to do in the future? Uh, what is your plan? Um, what is your passion? You might be even asking yourself, you know, what is my purpose? What do I want to do? You might be asking yourself, you know, should I apply for this internship? It looks very prestigious. It's probably going to look really great on my resume and employers are going to be impressed. Or you might even not apply to certain positions or opportunities because you fear of um, being rejected or you feel like maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe um, this is not for me. So making a decision around careers and career development and, and just job hunting can be really, um, it can, can come with a lot of internal and external pressures and it can cause a lot of anxiety, self-doubt, um, even feelings of shame and, and fear. And when you are in this mindset, it's really difficult to be curious you start to be in this tunnel vision uh, space. You're not, you're, not seeing, you're not seeing opportunities around you. You're seeing only challenges. And it's a huge um, time waster. Um, so I do want to encourage you and talk a little bit about uh, how we can deal with these uh, and manage these you know, negative voices in, in our heads. And... No, firstly, you're not alone. Um, CEOs and leaders, and I'm sure a lot of your classmates are dealing with this as well. So how can we, um, you know, what can we do when we hear that inner critic? First of all, recognize it. You write or say out loud, out loud what this inner voice is saying to you. Give it a name. So my inner, uh, inner judge or inner critic is uh, called poison because it's poisoning my happiness. Uh, and the reason why I name it is because then it dissociates it from, from my voice, from me. Uh, when you associate to another name, then it's no longer you saying those negative things. And you're not going to you know, listen to someone called monster or the judge or... Um, a Godzilla. I know someone whose inner judge is called Godzilla. Uh, so do give it a name and tell your, you know, Godzilla or monster or poison to stop judging you. Just stop, stop the negativity in your head. And then you will practice self-compassion. So how can we practice self-compassion? You can practice self-compassion by talking to yourself as if you were talking to a friend. So you're giving yourself advice as if you were talking to a really good friend. And you can write it down, you can, you can say it out loud to yourself. And then when you are in the midst of you know, this negativity, you can center yourself by writing down one or two or three things that you are grateful for. It really helps to feel a little bit more positive. The whole idea is you know, change your inner critic, inner judge to being your inner coach and friends. Try it out and... Um, Hopefully, uh, this will make a huge impact on, on the way that you view not just uh, challenges when you're thinking about your career, but in general, uh, various um, challenges that you face in your life. 
Well, let's say that you are in the right mindset. You are curious. You are ready to explore the different opportunities, different career paths out there. However, you have no idea where to start. You have no idea what you really like, what you enjoy uh, in terms of that they can actually provide income and, and um, make a career. So what I suggest is this technique um, around journaling. Go ahead and buy a notebook. And whenever you come across something that either excites you, makes you feel curious, or brings you joy, write it down in your journal. And you know, don't feel pressure to write and fill up the, the journal uh, with a bunch of pages. It's really not about uh, the quantity, but uh, you can be selective. Uh, in, in the things that you, that you write down, really the ones that make you feel curious, make you feel excited. And this can be anything from, you know, feeling excited after a conversation with someone or a podcast that you heard or an article or a blog that you read. So after around two or three months, you are going to open your journal and read to the whole, um, to all the entries and you will start looking for patterns, certain themes that are coming up, certain linkages between these journal entries. Now, some entries you're not even going to remember, but you should be able to start seeing certain similarities and linkages. So for example, you might see that, wow, I, you know, over the past three months, I started to collect all these um, articles on, uh, for example, animals. And why am I, am I excited about animals? What is so curious about animals? And you might start seeing that well, all these things are talking about animal protection and, and making sure that animals are not hurt. And then what you do with this information, it's a huge revelation. And you can use that to, uh, for example, reach out to people on LinkedIn uh, who are in animal protection and start talking to them. Start finding out more about their work, about what motivated them to, to be in this type of work. Um, so it's a, it's a tool to, to raise your self-awareness. And I do suggest that you keep an Excel sheet with uh, the links of the articles and LinkedIn profiles and um, uh, blogs or whatever you find online that spark that interest in you, just so you can go back to it uh, whenever you want. And as you are reaching out to people, also make sure that you have a spreadsheet with their contact information, because this is um, your networking database which is really important. Another technique that you can use is a life map. Some of you might be already um, familiar with this activity. So the life map is a, a technique to trace key aha moments in your life that bring you to where you are now. The aha moments can be defined as moments of epiphany, of revelation, of inspiration and events in your life that moved you to change something, moved you to think differently. By the end of this exercise, um, and you can do it in, in many ways. It can be a timeline, you can just put pictures. Um, it's really up to you. It can be chronological, it doesn't have to be. Uh, but at the end of this exercise, you will have a visual representation of these significant moments and that should help you understand where you are today by looking at where you have been and where you might go next. 
it also shows you a little bit what is um, important in your life and the values that you hold, because usually those pivots, um, also there's a, there's a trend there and a pattern there that you might be able to see. Now, if you are um, pretty, uh, pretty set in, in what you want your career to be, but you're just 100% sure. So you, you kind of know what you want to do. You kind of know what career you want to follow, but you just, you, you want to have a little bit of a confirmation that this is the right path for you. So a very simple um, technique to, to, to test it, uh, to test your career goal and whether it's a worthy goal is to first write it down write your career goal down, and then test it against these three attributes. And ask yourself, so is your goal thrilling? Are you excited? Do you wanna talk about it with everyone all the time? Are you, does it make your heart beat faster when you're thinking about it? Does it really, really excite you? Is your goal important? Well, what makes it an important goal is you know, does it contribute to the well-being of the of the world? Um, and we're not talking here about you know saving the world and you being the face of the change. Uh, it is about the small steps. But are you contributing something back to your community? And is your goal daunting? By daunting, you know, what we mean here is: is it challenging? Is it? Are you learning? Is it? Um, is it going to take you a little bit outside of your comfort zone? Because you know, we do unlock our greatness when we work on the hard things. I do want to leave you with um, this uh, idea that you know, there is a space for everyone in the clean energy industry. And enjoy the journey of career exploration um, there are so many opportunities out there, and uh, we are sure that with the support from the training vision, uh, you will you will definitely find the right fit. And it's really about the process and the journey, and not so much of about uh, the end goal. I will uh, stop sharing here and see if we have any questions, and hand it over to Aditya. Thank you, Anya. I think we don't have any uh, specific questions uh, uh, here, but I just want to say that uh, I think you really expanded our minds on uh, on the opportunities here uh, in the green economy and uh, in India too. What we're looking at is, uh, like you rightly said, there's there's this impetus towards uh, the green economy, and and there's a lot of uh, policy direction, uh, a lot of startups as well who are starting up in this space. And uh, I think what really also excites us is that, you know, in India, uh, of course, solar energy and renewable energy space uh, is really picking up with where we see a lot of the um, electric mobility or e-mobility, electric vehicle companies coming up. Um, and recently we have had uh, Kia Motors uh, investing in South India, uh, and we and, and many such organizations really, you know, starting up. At the same time, uh, we also look at uh, you know 
environmental protection and a lot of that uh, awareness uh, growing around. And when you mentioned animal protection, I think India is actually improving in its tiger conservation, uh, as far as I know. Uh, so, so this is uh, also really interesting. And I think most of the opportunity for India really seems to be in manufacturing in terms of green construction materials, as India still has a huge scope for infrastructure investment. And uh, maybe that's uh, for another career vision webinar <laughs> on, on the opportunities in that space. But I think really like there's a lot of those, uh, you know, green buildings, retrofitting, mm -hmm. Uh, existing buildings, uh, other green construction technologies that are coming up and a really exciting time. And it's also an opportunity for, uh, you know, young professionals to play to their strength, to really be in, to play uh, to their core technical area, whatever it may be, be it, if it's an engineering uh, space, then whatever that core engineering skill is or in any other, uh, you know, manner. And we're really looking at uh, all the associated adjacent areas, which you rightly mentioned in, in policy, in consulting, in project development, in, in, in research and design. So there's a lot of uh, sort of uh, managerial and professional competencies that are also uh, needed. Uh, and and this, is, uh, this is indeed a sustainable space. Uh, it's a space with the future, especially as we see many of the uh, fuel companies actively, openly, publicly, uh, you know, changing gears. Many of the auto manufacturers or many of the other kinds of manufacturers openly turning towards this space. I do want to promote, uh, you know, um, our Enable program at, at Training Vision amongst the programs that uh, TVI does. So just for everybody who's tuned in, first of all, uh, thank you for your time and uh, and 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 do follow um, you know if you if you resonate with Anya do 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 follow her and check her out I think if if any of you has have any specific uh, questions especially see maybe one or two are from Africa here so you know do 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 feel free to buzz her she's very approachable and I think she's she's very helpful and and brings a lot of insights um, do check out our website trainingvision.in where we have all the details for uh, the uh, programs that we run. Uh, TVI Global Academy is sort of a multiversity where we bring in professional and postgraduate diploma programs from around the world, from US, UK universities. And we're, just, we're gonna launch uh, very soon in September. And, and we would like all of you to uh, go to our website. You know, if you're interested in any program, just join the wait list. We, we have exciting, uh, you know, launch prices, uh, especially as we want to dem democratize, uh, you know, world-class higher education to, to everybody in a very transnational manner. And uh, in August, we're planning for uh, the Enable program. So we're looking at, we've, we've come to study that, especially in India, and one of the key issues for educated unemployment in India is that, or underemployment rather in India is that, you know, we see that, uh, uh, 21st century global uh, core competencies are actually uh, missing. And uh, this is something that we specialize in. Our trainers, our coaches, our technology is really at your service to, to support you. And, uh, and so do sign up for this program and I'll share more details. We're looking at uh, 
something what Anya alluded to in terms of life map. I personally done that activity. It is so powerful to to really reflect on your life and be self aware. Only then you know what your strengths are, what your, what gives you energy, what drives you. So personal effectiveness, emotional intelligence, um, interview skills, innovation, and all of this is done uh, in 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 e learning where we have you know uh, self directed learning. We also have live instructed learning from our trainers from Singapore, India, or Europe who are going to. Uh, work with you and help you improve in these competency areas. Um, so we're we're offering uh, this at a very uh, affordable uh, manner, and uh, we want you to sort of uh, sign up for the for the August program and uh, do apply. And if 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 uh, you know if the fee and pricing is an issue, do write to us. Uh, we're looking at offering a few uh, scholarships uh, as well. So. If you if you feel like you you need you need support financial support, we'll also explore how we can arrange that for you. Uh, but this program is is really interesting. Uh, we put a lot of heart in it in the sense of uh, bringing together a lot of technology to profile you to profile your competencies at the beginning of the training program and at the end of the training program. So you will see uh, how you have developed in these particular areas. And also the employers, your future employers, will also be able to understand your career readiness, your career fit, your working style, your competency levels. And we also provide, uh, you know, internship opportunities uh, in India and in, in Singapore and all around the world with our network of choice employers. Uh, so we have uh, an exciting lineup of, of, of trainers uh, for this program uh, that we've curated uh, and uh, and we also have uh, a lot of uh, you know we have we've developed the encode assessment with our uh, sister concern where you know it gives it's a smart personality assessment that also gives you so the good news is for those of you who are here or who are watching this later uh, you have uh, you can register for the enable program you can visit our website at trainingvision.in and you can check out and you have a free career readiness assessment um, in when you type bit.ly slash TVI encode. And uh, so when you're applying for a job, add in this career readiness assessment. I think uh, that'll you know probably up your uh, uh, probability or uh, or, or your uh, sort of uh, chances uh, with your uh, employer. I think we're looking at how can we make uh, career enablement and career advancement really easy, both for, for, for candidates, young professionals such as you who want to have global careers, at the same time for employers who are kind of in the dark where they get a lot of profiles of equally qualified people. So differentiate yourself. And thank you for, 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 for being with us. Uh, stay tuned uh, and, and watch out for this space as we explore other uh, emerging you know, uh, job markets, emerging career areas uh, with fantastic speakers. Up next, we have uh, someone uh, who's a senior business partner, senior HR leader from, from Europe uh, who's going to join. So show us some love, uh, like our uh, page. And it's, it's, a, it's a, the, the TVI being a 30-year-old company, but still, uh, you know, to India and Africa, we are new. And so show us some love, follow us. Uh, and, and share it with your friends and family and your colleagues. Uh, stay tuned. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you, Anya. Thank you, everybody. Uh...
we'll conclude this uh, space for now. Um, 